0: I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to episode 31 of the Simply Convivial Audio Blog. This is the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, short but meaty focused sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. So why such a strange name? What does convivial mean anyway? It means that our attitude as we do life together with our kids matters. Our attitude has to be convivial, full of life, festive, and good-humored. Season 5 will be all about why we need conviviality and how to get it. Convivial Home, now and later. Note, this series was written over five years ago this post, around my 30th birthday. Hitting a decade birthday is a good time to pause and reflect, and although mine is still a couple months away, I am pausing and reflecting. While I'm in the midst of raising children, my parents, in-laws, and their peers are reaching milestones of their own, caring for their parents. It's now not an uncommon conversation to overhear at church functions those in their 50s and 60s swapping stories and encouragement about helping their particular parents' situations. So many different ailments, so many different situations, so many different kinds of elderly people. I wonder not only what our situation will be like when it's our turn to take care of our parents, which is likely a good 30 years away again, but what about another 20 or 30 after that? What sort of, what sort of elderly person will I be? Of course, a large part of the situation will depend on circumstances and what my particular physical or mental ailments will end up being, but what of different temperaments? Will I be a sweet old lady, grateful and encouraging to her dying day? Or will I be a fault-finding, cranky old lady? When whatever my infirmities will be come upon me, at whatever age that happens, what will it do to me? Can hard circumstances turn you into someone you were not? Or do they reveal who you actually were by removing your defenses? Afflictions will come sooner or later, and what will they show? If the way I respond to them will simply be a magnification of how I respond now to minor irritations and inconveniences, then there's no way I'm going to be a sweet old lady. Last year, I went to two funerals. I listened to the stories of lives well-lived. I wondered that when my time came, Will people, will my family, overflow with good stories? Or will they have to dig deep to put a good face on it? What stories will they tell? Whatever those stories may be, one thing is certain. I'm living them and writing them right now. What sort of a story is it? What story do I want told at my funeral? Whatever it is, it's time to start living it right now. Do I want to be remembered for crankiness or for joy, for annoyance and stress, or for love and kindness? What temperament dominates me now? What atmosphere dominates my home? If I die soon, would my children have more memories of discipline or of affection, of frowns and distracted uh or of smiles and shared laughter? What commendation do I hope for at the end of my life? Is it not Well done, good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of your master. Of course it is. Therefore, now is when I am to be a good and faithful servant. Recently, I read 1 Timothy 5 in this light. What sort of a woman is qualified to be supported by the church in her widowhood? One who has been the wife of one husband, one who is known for good works, one who has raised children, one who has shown hospitality, one who has cared for the saints' physical needs, one who has been devoted to good works and service. And there's always Titus too, telling us what older women are to be like. Reverent in behavior, not slanderers or gossips, not slaves to much wine, teachers of younger women. And what is it that younger women are to be doing, preparing themselves to become older women? Love their husbands and children, be self-controlled, be pure, work at home, be kind, be submissive to their own husbands. And why? So that the word of God may not be reviled. That is, if I do not devote myself to these qualities, I'm giving people a cause to revile God's word. If I am to glorify God, enjoying Him, and preparing to be with Him for all eternity, then the only way to do that is to walk in the way that He has laid out and to learn to love it, to make it my own. And so as I ponder the path ahead at this milestone birthday of mine, living in fellowship with my children, living life on purpose, living intentionally rather than idly, living for the long haul rather than the moment's convenience and ease, becomes clearly needful instead of a theoretical ideal. And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Homeschool Checklists for Kids. So, you've decided to create a homeschool checklist for your kids. Now what? There are lots of ways to make a checklist and keep a checklist. Using a spiral notebook for a daily list is a popular option. Creating a weekly template you can print also works well. Or you might even use an app, like Asana or Trello. Or use a weekly template digitally on Google Drive or in Evernote. The important thing to do is find the workflow that smooths the way the most. Your checklist system should appeal to you and to your kids, so it's not a headache to check. It should include all the items your kids are responsible to complete. For example, ours includes their morning chores. And it should also be clear to everyone how to use it. On the resource reference that you can download at simplyconvivial.com slash audio, there are links to some helpful examples of different ways different moms have set up their checklists. You can also join us on Instagram with the hashtag homeschoolchecklists to share and browse lots of options. Thank you for listening to the Simply Convivial audio blog. If you enjoyed this show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also hit the share button on the show notes To share this episode with your Facebook friends at simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes and also sign up to get an email when a new one comes out. Remember, education is repentance. Repent, rejoice, repeat.